Hey guys, Sai here to do the little pre-show announcement. Chad's not here for the pre-show announcement. So let me do his part and announce a few of his dates for him. Uh, he's got a few new summer dates on his tour. And by the way, in case you haven't seen it on Instagram, he has officially named his summer tour the Here Comes the Chad Tour. Uh, he's got some dates in June. Let me run them out here. The Kansas City Civic Center, June 10th. He'll actually be there for a night and a half, six total shows. June 12th, the Chuckle Slut in Oklahoma City. That is one show total, only 20 minutes. The 13th of June, Winklefest in Waterloo, Iowa, which if you're not familiar, that is the home of the number one Rocky and Bullwinkle cosplay festival. Uh, Chad will not be the headliner for the evening, but he is the opening act for a Twisted Sister cover band named Twisted Brother. Then on the 14th, he'll be out in Los Angeles doing uh, some time on Alex Jones's show, discussing how he thinks the assassination of Abraham Lincoln was a hoax. Or I, I think his he tried to explain it to me the other day, and he kept calling Abraham Lincoln a crisis actor, and I'm not sure what that meant, but you want to tune in to hear he and Alex get to the bottom of that. And then June 15th, he'll be stopping in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, to give me a little kiss on my cheek and tell me he loves me at the end of his little tour there. So uh, check Chad out at any of those dates or get any of his other dates on his Instagram or his website. Um, and uh, guys, we got a fun episode today. Mike E. Winfield, one of the human men I love the most in this world, uh, joined Chad and I. Uh, and this, uh, this might be a little bit from the past, which is why you hear hay bales in the studio. But I think you guys are going to love it. And make sure you check out Chad on his Here Comes the Chad tour. Hey everybody, this is uh, Chad Daniels. You have landed in the middle of somewhere. Across from me is my co-host, Syagra, Syalis, Cyrus Amundsen. Hello! Over in the corner, we have the lovely, always, Haybales! The talented Haybales! He brought hey his mustache today. Bales. Yeah. Always brings his mustache. Yes. Now listen, not always, but sometimes we have guests. And mm -hmm. we've said this before. We, we always have guests if we like them as people. Yep. Right? This doesn't always have to be about... Or if they're Nate Abshire. Right. Or, <laughs> or stat it doesn't always be about status and comedy. No. Now, now, this week, we double up. Both. Wow. We double up. Wow. We've got some. We've got lovely status and comedy, but we also have just a good, genuine human being. I'd like to introduce you to Mike E. Winfield. Incredible. Ladies Incredible. and gentlemen, Mikey wow. Winfield. And we often wow. discuss, uh, most of you probably know Mikey Winfield, but we often discuss what people are wearing. Uh, Mike has on a hat over his afro, a stocking cap over his afro. That is maybe the best thing I've ever seen in my life. But it also makes you look like a fortune teller. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Like a ha like a chic yeah. fortune teller. I like that better than Kazoo from the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll take fortune teller. <laughs> I would like to switch to Kazoo. I would yeah, like I was to just, I, was, yeah, I wasn't thing. thinking it, but man, do I want to say it. <laughs> I'm back to fortune teller. Right. Let's get into the future. <laughs> I have known Mike for... 
look, we've known each other like almost Quite a, a some decade now. Easily. And yeah. we've on this show, listeners of this show, we had Kellen Erskine, who's been discussed numerous times, wrote Love in him. a letter about the time that I, Chad, you remember, wore a army veterans jacket onto the stage. Right. You, a, you were you were your stolen valor trying to get appreciation for a time you did not spend in Vietnam. I just thought I looked great in the jacket, but the 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 story behind that story is you know who I was at a thrift shop with this dipshit and he he bought this deceased man's velour sport coat hell yeah and the other side (laughs) we walked in and I was like I think I look good and there was a debate and Mike walked in and everybody's like it works for him it works. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, we thought we had to be sporty for some uh, late night uh, potential action. So we were like, oh, no, we can't wear what we brought. <laughs> we need a sports jacket to go with our blue jeans. We were too. It was like all these adult, these like Augie Smith was there and all these like 40 and 50 year old talented comics who'd been doing it forever and deserved yeah. to be there. And then us two dipshits show up in sport coats like, hey, we're part of you. It the couldn't best, have felt good for them. The oh, best you're going to get after going to a thrift store walking around the middle of Nebraska is a hot young woman going, that was my grandpa's. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing my grandpa's clothes. I was horny, but now I'm sad. Uh, oh, man. And I do remember yours. Wasn't it a little longer, too? It was It was upsettingly long, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looked like it was, yeah, it looks like it was very ceremonial, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so Mike also, for the listeners, uh, years ago, my friend Joel and I sold a pilot to MTV that Chad Daniels was supposed to be the lawyer on until he did something like go on a vacation or, you know, he had other priorities. Oh. Sure. Um, and oh, wow. he should have been a part of that. But that show was written for Mike and I. Yes. And so we were in that together. And I have to tell you, Mike is a vegan. Are you still a vegan? Vegetarian. A vegetarian. Has it yeah. always been just vegetarian? You know, I dial back and forth. I dabble. Okay. Yeah. So he came to... When you, <laughs> when you get something in L.A., you think, like, this is my shot, and this is probably my only shot ever. So, Joel, go ahead. Can we just... Uh go back and remember when uh, Mikey Winfield just said uh, I, go, I go back and forth to veganism and vegetarianism I dabble which <laughs> if there are two things that don't deserve the word dabble <laughs> it's those two there are so many strict rules you don't allow even me. T- allow me so there's times when I'll be uh, far away and I'm like ooh I want cream in my coffee <laughs> <laughs> But they only had those little half and halves. Like, today, I'm just vegetarian. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Right. The other thing you have to know about Mike is you have a way of talking that is, uh, and Chad, you do this too. My favorite comics are people who can say nearly anything, and it's it's fun to listen to. When we first wrote the thing for Mike, uh, every, nobody like who did it, they didn't, didn't know who you were at that time. And so the first thing that Mike filmed was walking through a room he was the only, it was like uh like a coverage shot and he came walking through the room bobbing his head with this big grin on his face and made everybody laugh behind the camera so hard that no one cared about me anymore they're like this show's <laughs> gonna work 
Because of Mike. <laughs> they were no longer concerned. They actually thought that we had a talented person on set. But don't you That's like the awesome. beginning when we're raw? Because literally, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, he. So. That's. I didn't want to break it to him. I was like, he's just confused right now. Yeah. This. This wasn't talent. This was an accident. <laughs> so I was just looking for point B. <laughs> Where am I supposed to land? So <laughs> we're we're feeling like Joel and I felt like such frauds in the making of that show. We're like somebody's gonna figure out that we grew up in Worthington and we shouldn't be allowed to do this. So we were like, we gotta knock this out of the park, and we didn't want anything to go wrong. So it's the day before we're filming. Mike comes down a day early. He's staying at the house with Joel and I, and he walks in so fucking sick. It was crazy. Oh. Insisting he wasn't sick, going like, I'll fine. I'll be, I'll be fine. It was just terrible. And so we're like, you got to go get some medicine. And he was a vegetarian, and his wife, like, had some, like, she didn't, wasn't big on medicine. And so okay. he leaves gone for a couple hours, comes back, walks in with literally an armful of produce. And we're like, do you get any cold medicine? And he goes, no, I'm going to heal myself with vegetables. <laughs> it, it didn't work. I had it all figured out then. <laughs> no, it didn't at all. No, a head of lettuce and consumption will not cure. <laughs> yeah, I've changed a few things since then. <laughs> He's pro-medicine now. The other one of my other favorite things. Normally, when people talk about stuff on stage, I hate hearing about it in real life. That yeah. is also where you guys are similar. I love hearing about your children in real life. And Mike talks about one of his children in real his stepson, who he refers to as Stepman. Oh who, my God, this is such a great bit. <laughs> and Stepman. Uh, so long story short, I can shortcut it for people. You married an older woman. Yes. She had a son that most people would look at you two together and beg like, you guys brothers. Are you guys your all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, recently he got into uh, he got into a little bit of tr you guys thought he was on something well you know man you know when you're like early 20s it's a sketchy age you know yeah. and he comes home and his sometimes his eyes are like tweaked you know and, <laughs> mm -hmm. and there's things that we just will understand like if it's like marijuana we're like hey just tell us talk if it's weed like you know right but he's having actions where we're like, no, it's more. And my wife, like, she's major detective. And she's like, no one's face is like that after just weed. It's, it's what was it doing? Drugs. Twitching? It was just a look in his eyes that I think. And maybe <laughs> just, she was on something the whole time. And that's the backstory. <laughs> yeah, it's when the jaw starts to move back and forth that you need to get really worried. <laughs> there was something that she saw. On, and, you know, I'm like, yeah, I think I see it, too. <laughs> you know, not if I did, I don't know. You just have to be on her side. Yeah, but, you know, I knew he was acting different. He was weird, and his eyes were squinting. You know, I'm like, okay, something's up. So now we ask him, and he's not the guy to come forth. No, I'm not doing anything. We've even given him drug tests, and he's, you know, we found THC in the system. Okay, fine. You know, but there's more now, and he's not confronting. And now, like, we don't know where his money's going. Oh, interesting. Because he's working, but it's like, you should have more money than you have <laughs> right now. So we're asking. I mean, he's like, no, we're not buying his responses. So 
She's like, we're going to follow him. <laughs> and oh, he walks. Yes. He only walks. He doesn't have a vehicle? No. <laughs> so Does he have a license? <laughs> no. How old is he again? That man is 24. He <laughs> 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 don't care about a license. <laughs> so he walks with a backpack. That's his life. He just, he just. Full of drugs, obviously. Yeah, apparently. No. So we're just kind of like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And, um. He always leaves and he's on his phone. Like, he won't talk in front of us. So I'm like, okay, you know, that's, you know, he's still like a teenager, even though he's in 24, you know? <laughs> and all right, cool. So we follow him on two occasions. Okay. He leaves the house to talk. <laughs> and she's like, Michael, you got to do this one. He'll see me. <laughs> so I walk out and I'm like, from afar, you know? And he goes down in this creek and I see him because where we live is like a creek. And you can go down the rocks and you yeah. can be down there. So I go and I see him. He's just on the phone. And I'm just watching for a while, you know, from a distance. And I'm like, okay, like, how long do I stay here? <laughs> <You know? laughs> very weird. Very weird and uncomfortable. And I just kind of watch him and, you know, I can partly hear what he's saying. But it's just, it sounds like he's talking to some girl. Yeah. And obviously, he didn't want to talk about it in front of us. Yep. And I stayed long enough. Where there was nothing. Okay. There was no, you know, so I run up to the house and I'm like, oh, nothing happened. But what he did tell us when he walked out is he was going to the gym. Never went to the gym. What are you lying I, I do that all the time, though. I tell oh, people I'm going to the gym all the time and I just go eat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe right. nature is Stepman's gym. Right. Damn. Walking. <laughs> yeah. That's where he yeah, walks yeah. all the time. All right. All right. So that, that didn't work. So we're like, nah, that's not it got to do it again <laughs> so now he's going wherever he's going but this time we get in a car mm -hmm. and we're just like tracking we're him. like beach street yeah we're like just driving slow we're tracking <laughs> where he's going he goes into a noah's bagels we're like what's that about <laughs> you know, like, everything's very suspicious and we see him meet up with this guy and there's no like handshakes and money exchange but even the guy he meets up with is sketchy you know and you know, yeah, you know, that's just kind of as much as we got because we're not like that's where you're at right now. Yeah, that's that's where we got. That's well, I thought that you there's no resolution. No. Oh, no, nah, so Stepman uh, might just be doing crack. No. No, 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 I mean, I don't think he is, but like, we don't have a me, resolution. I have a resolution right Go here. For he, it. he weird looks on his face there, he should be have more money because he's working, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to talk on the phone in front of you, and he met a dude with no handshake. He's got a boyfriend. <laughs> wow. He's got you a boyfriend, and he's, and he's too scared to come out to you all yet. It's the ones you least suspect. That's what I'm and saying. You know, here's the thing. I don't think he would have a problem coming out to me. It's her. Yeah, like, oh, she's man. not going to be okay with that. She's just, she's just no. You know, I'm the one that has to tell the kids, like, hey, man, you know, just whatever, you know. <laughs> tell me, you know. But her, she's very, she's hard edge. And I'm like, how could, you know, we? what can you do? <laughs> you know, it's like, you can't. Just Yeah, you know, the, the look on his face is, is nervousness in front of his mother. Wow. How often did you, how many times did you drug test him? Ooh. Um, uh, probably a total of probably like six or seven times over the course of the last 
10 years, I said. My dad, did, like, I got in trouble once in high school, and then he drug test and did the alcohol mouth swabs for a while. Yeah. And somebody told me that you can clean your, one of my friends was like, you can clean your system out if you drink an in- entire bottle of vinegar. That's a thing. And huh. so I, they, my dad was coming home after they were gone for a weekend, and I was like, well, I'm going to get the tests. I'm going to, I should, I'm going to have to drink a bottle of vinegar. Have you ever tried to do that? First, first, may I ask, what yeah. was in you? Uh, weed. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, uh, here's how, it, here's how, <laughs> here's how drinking a bottle of vinegar goes. You pour a little vinegar in a glass. Oh, man. And you drink it, and then you puke harder than you've ever, like, to the point where your taint feels like an asteroid hit it. And then you're still 35 years old, and if you smell vinegar, you dry heave. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people use vinegar for douche. Yeah. You shouldn't put it in your mouth. No. For any reason, even if it's on a potato chip. I don't care if you're trying to get laid or not. You'd pass on those. (laughs) Have you ever Um, had a cap full of apple apple cider vinegar? No, I'll do an apple cider vinegar. I will do that. That's enough. But that's good for the heartburn. I'm a big apple cider vinegar guy. It also gets rid of... uh, Warts. (laughs) <laughs> i was gonna say tonsil AIDS. stones <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but yeah it breaks those down i gotta tell did you, you about say, a drug did test. you say gallstones? no t- tonsil stones oh tonsil stones oh yeah ugh. okay yeah, yeah so w- one time i was out at the golf course here and a bunch of people were kind of murmuring and when i would walk by them they would stop okay and they, i maybe i've told this on here before but nope. um they said uh Finally, I go, hey, what's going on? Why are you guys being so secretive? And they go, well, you know, your son brought uh, drugs to a party and, uh, you know, our sons told us about it. And so I go home and I talk to Isaac about it and I go, what's going on, man? You're bringing drugs to a party. And he goes, I didn't have the drugs. And I go, I don't know. Everybody said you did. And he goes, get in the car right now. Drove to Walmart, got a drug test. He brought it home. He paid for it. He He wouldn't let me leave the bathroom. I had to watch him pee to do the drug test got it then then it's negative the next day we go out to the golf course all these guys are sitting around isaac brings the drug test that has pee still on it hasn't been washed off sets it on their table and he goes maybe you guys want to talk to your kids about this and then walked away and i was like jesus christ my son's amazing what a that's unbelievable what a hero it was pretty interesting really good movie you know like when someone's sent to prison (laughs) for the wrong reason and they got to prove their innocence by any means (laughs) only this time it's just drug use isaac's the hurricane honestly i think he and stepman would make an excellent buddy cop duo (laughs) or a couple (laughs) or a couple an excellent couple anything's possible yeah. <laughs> One of our favorite things to talk about on here is uh, family dynamics because we have a fella back here with two dads. We have a fella over there with no dad and an uncle who might be his dad. Hello. Uh, <laughs> and guys, Mike has a story about his parents' marital status. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know, as far as I knew, they were married, my parents, you know, since I was born around that time because I saw the photos. You know, Um, and um, then years passed, you know, and they broke up, separated probably as of now, like 20 years ago. Okay, it's been like that long, you know, and now we were kind of like, okay, what's going to, you know, my mom, my dad is like, he's done successful stuff. He's taking care of himself. My mom is like my brother and I are still like 
and we're taking care of her, we're covering her, we're doing what we have to do as sons. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, some a lot of dramatic stuff happened in the course of the family with grandma and my mom and my dad. Just a bunch of hectic stuff. Found out you had a grandma you didn't know about? Yeah, you know how that goes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> then we... We sure do. <laughs> but then we were like, man, what is my mom? Like, what's, what's you know, what's going to happen? I don't even think she can, like, afford to survive alone. We were just, like, general concerns of how mom will be taken care of. Yeah. She's just been living alone ever since my brother moved out, blah, blah, blah. So now it came up when my mom came out to California, where my dad lives, where I live. She yep. came out to visit, and we were just like, all right, we got to, like, see what's going on. And I ended up going to this court office, pulling up records. <laughs> they allowed me to do it, and I'm digging, and I find out that this whole time my parents are still married. What? After all of this time, you know, and I'm like, wow. wow, so like 20 years separated, but still legally married. And so I see my dad, man. My dad is the type like he's like straight asshole, you know, like, I was going to say that's a genius play because you know what you're not doing. <laughs> right. Paying alimony. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. And I'm like, hey, dad, this is, how the, this is how the confrontation goes. He's leaning against my grandma's garage outside alone. And I'm like. Hey, Dad, uh, we were discussing, you know, like, what's going on with Mom and everything. And, um, yeah, I went down to this court and, you know, got the documents and found out your mom is still married. His response, he nods his head, walks off, gets to the car, and pulls off. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> and look, man, I can't say me and dad. Went and picked up some stepman and lost his mind for a couple days. Yeah, that stepman didn't want to be honest with you. I got to tell you, his grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa's leading me down a dark path. He's scared. He just found out he's still married. Yeah, man, me and dad, we got like this already bizarre, weird relationship. But man, just for that, that was like, like what are we? A phantom <laughs> disappearance? Yeah, he but literally you know, nodded his head. Do you know how off. frustrating it has to be? To to get found out from microfiche? <laughs> oh, man. That's a 20-year-old... That's like the old internet, and you really have to scroll microfiche. <laughs> oh, man. We have... Uh, my brother has this great story where we have this uh, cousin, Brad, who we love a lot, but he's... And he's older than us, about 10 years older than us, but he is a... He's very... Uh, the conversations with him can be one-sided, where he also, he's, this is very dark, but he said one of the, in retrospect, funniest things I've, because he, he doesn't always read situations exactly, like the emotion of them. Like, he'll try, but he'll swing and miss a little bit. So, unfortunately, my, uh, my Uncle John had committed suicide. And we, it was like this horrible run for our family. Like, my grandma got, on my mom's side, my grandma gets dementia, right? Uh, we find out that one of our relatives has cancer. Then Uncle John commits suicide. Another one is sick, and we don't know what's going on with him. So we're sitting at this funeral, and we're sitting next to Brad. My dad and I are. And he, uh, he takes like a, this, this thoughtful breath, slaps my dad in the leg, and he goes, you know what they say? Bad things happen in threes. Yeah, I had a big walleye on the line this morning on the lake, broke the line. My dog Bronx cut his paw in the garage, and now John killed himself. 
<laughs> and it's such a horrible I love my uncle John I love, it was a horrible situation but it was one of those moments where you're so sad he said it and I was like <laughs> like I was like laugh crying but he he did so he pulled and he has a lot of one-sided conversations so he's he loves to hunt like my brother and dad do he pulls into the driveway at, back at our home in Worthington my brother Greg's out in the driveway doing something with his truck pulls up says hey Greg you've been out goose hunting today Greg goes yeah and then Brad tells him a non-stop 20-minute story about his hunting trip and then he finishes it and Greg literally goes, yeah, when we were out there today and the moment Greg says today, he just shifts into reverse, backs out and drives away. <laughs> Fuck your story. Uh, Brad's the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I, I didn't live the country lifestyle. You know, I grew up. In no, you didn't. <laughs> you know, I. There was always an occasional trip to Virginia. <laughs> we did that every once in a while, you know. Sacramento, though, right? No, Maryland, Baltimore. Grew Maryland. up in Maryland, up moved in to Sacramento. Right. Oh, because I was going to say, in Sacramento, without your permission or you knowing about it, I will throw your name around and use it uh, to get whatever I want. That's interesting. <laughs> That's very interesting that. You probably don't have to do that. And I oh, say I that it. because this is what's fun. It's fun when you tour after guys and you talk to the staff. Like, I always do this. I throw this out like, hey, who do you guys like? Or who's been here recently? Chad's name is always it's, the it's, first It's name. so annoying, isn't it? It it's never every place. And then he's, he's so humble about it, too. It's no, fucking disgusting. He, yeah, he's like, he? oh, no, yeah, I like that place. Yeah, and you go everywhere. <laughs> You're like, who's your favorite person? And they're like, well, we like this person. Somebody goes, Chad, and they all just start masturbating. It's, yeah, it's, they do. It's shocking. They start grabbing themselves. Yeah, so it's like, what is... <laughs> they start grabbing themselves. Well, to, to be fair, it's because every Saturday... In between the early and late show, I do have someone come in to do a masturbating seminar. Oh, what, I pay someone to come in and yeah. show you how to masturbate correctly. And I've uh, any club that I've been to that he's been to, it's a nice contrast in experiences where one guy is fun and the other guy is me. <laughs> <laughs> Could somebody bring a stool onto the stage? I'm going to have to sit during my set. Uh, you do put the me in lame. Do you, I was just going to say, do you guys have green tea? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's not pretend like it's not decaffeinated green tea you ask for. Oh, man. Just it is to make decaffeinated it green tea. Of course it they is. They have two different ways to decaffeinate the green tea. One of them is pretty legitimate. The other one you got to watch out. Some caffeine sneaks in there. Man, do you oh, think oh things like this? You're, you know how to party. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. It's, it's probably things you can't be born with. It's probably just things that you just have. You his, know? Yeah. Well, see, you know? here's the thing. We Chad talks about his dad on the show a lot. And his dad, despite the crazy mistakes... Seems like he probably got away with most of it for so long because of how likable he is. Mm. So I think Chad got a lot of that likability and fortunately none of the shyster. Ah. Yeah. Man, I... Whereas Hay Bales... Yeah. Well, we have no idea what he got because it's a confusing yeah. situation A lot back of... There. Work in because progress, we call him. Work in progress back Interesting. there. Interesting. All right. Now, I, I truly have been making an effort to benefit from asshole. I think that I could from your use, dad asshole. I could use more of it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you know the kindness. What does it set you up for? Being stepped all over. Right. Others doing whatever they want. 
But man, once you like pull in a little ounce of asshole, <laughs> it allows people to say, oh, he is going to say something. And sure. I think it's a valuable tool. Now, my dad, on, on the other end, over the top, but now I see how it can work. Yeah. And there's no wrong way, you know? Sure. There's no wrong way. It's kind of. It's true. So my dad met my mom in Baltimore, and that's okay. where, you know. Oh, okay. And then he moved literally to the other side of the country. Yeah, he was like, he tried, though. He tried to take us all. So we went for one year. Really? Sixth grade. The one, whole family. One of the greatest years of my life transitioning to Sacramento because we had recess at school. You didn't have recess in Maryland? They don't do no, recess? What the in, fuck in are you Baltimore talking about? In City, we did not have recess at the school I attended. Why really? is that? <sighs> you got to talk to the superintendent. <laughs> I, I mean, do you, do you think we it had did. anything to do with, at that time, Baltimore was the murder capital I was of the just going to say shootings, all the shootings. No, 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 that's what have, I meant. That's what I'm, yeah, you can't just have kids out there. They'll catch a stray bullet. It, it had to contribute. I'm sure it was part sure. of it. It wasn't just like weather. You know, people go outside <laughs> in cold weather. So I think it had to do with the murders. So so you went from Baltimore to Sacramento. So you really legitimately have had no country living. Oh, no. Coast to coast. You know, it was incredibly diverse. This was the first time I saw, like, I met an Asian person in real life. And I remember this experience in sixth grade. <laughs> How? I love that because there's always, that's the thing that happens for white people in small towns where they see a black person for the yeah. first time, but you're a black person who moved across the country to see an Asian person for the first time. Yeah, I saw an Asian person, and they had the, I don't know, man, you know, they just they just spoke regular. You know? <laughs> to me in sixth grade, I stared at them like, whoa, this is <laughs> brand new. Because we only had black people and four white people at the school. Yeah. You know, that's just how it was. It was predominantly black, you know. And so when I see, like, an Asian person in real life <laughs> and they speak like. Just like you. Just like me. It's yeah. like, wow. What a new experience. Yeah, it was brand new. I, like, stared at this kid all the time. <laughs> Her name was Emily. <laughs> that John Denver's full of shit, man. <laughs> I'll never forget Emily. Her right. name was Emily. Yeah. yeah. But, man, that was a great year. And it was so sad because uh, mom and dad didn't work out because, you know, dad's consistent. So did you guys, did you guys, <laughs> did you guys go, did he stay and you guys went back or did he bring you back and then go back? So let's see. Because that's a real reverse Oregon trail if you and your mom and brother had to hop in the car and drive away from recess across the country. No, he drove us back and flew back. Okay. Yeah, he, he stayed in California. So he <laughs> what an honorable man. <laughs> I'll take you guys back home. Just counting he, down hours behind the wheel. Yeah. I mean, was this guy, was he trying to, like, win your love with gifts? I mean, anything like Nintendo, bike, anything like that? No, I mean, here's the crazy part. Alcoholism, all of that, he is an amazing father. Like, everything he did was great. But if you look at the bigger picture, like, on paper, not so much. Like, he used to take us to his affairs. You know, and me and my little brother, oh, we didn't know. Oh, that's so great. 
We didn't know. We just thought we were hanging out with these cool kids, you know? <laughs> he would have us think it was our idea. Like, yeah, when we gonna hang out with Ben again? <laughs> and we're, he was like, let me see. Uh, I have to talk to the mother and see. He just, just He's in the car dropping hints like, that Ben seems nice. Did you guys like Ben? Ben. Ben. Do you remember Ben? It wasn't until years later. I even talked to my brother. I'm like, did you know what was going on? When we were going to this lady's house and hanging out with these kids, he's like, no, what? It's like, wow. So you had to break it like, to wow. him? I was like, wow. I had to fill my brother in like, man, dad was getting it. Yeah, You're like, so. let, let me fill you in. Dad was filling her in. <laughs> and it's still, it's like I said, on paper, you know, that could look bad. But, man, we had so much fun. Not just at these kids' house, just in general. Like, yeah, it's like if them. your dad has an affair at a water park, at the very least you have to be like, ah, you know, we went on a lot of rides. Man, it's funny you mention that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're there at some water park. <laughs> With, oh but by the way, just freeze for a second. We, Chad and I are, I need the entire audience to know, because we always try to set our guests up with their things. Where we'll be like, uh, interesting thing about water, but that was not what happened right there. I made a joke and Mike's eyes got enormous because he's like, actually, yeah, water park affair. I mean, so we've been great. trying to do it this whole thing. Mike has a great story about his brother and a bike and Chad and I keep going, uh, that's interesting, Mike. <laughs> was a bike involved there? So this, this isn't one of those situations. No, not at all. So. So we're, my mom's not there because wherever she is, she's, I don't know, working maybe. But my dad's side of the family's there. So his mom, his sister, and we're at this water park. But now, apparently, my dad invites this other woman and her kids. But we sit on the other side of, like, the big pool in the water. I'm like, hey, Dad. Oh, that's not, ballsy. You know, we're not going to. You know, so apparently he wasn't. Hiding it like that, except Whoa. except for my mom, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, the whole family was on it. Chad and I can't relate to that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but someone in the room can. Um, <laughs> was your that's oh man, and your dad. I remember the beach towel because I remember the <laughs> beach towel so clear, and then my family across, like my aunt. And my grandma on the other side, you know, just having a ball. So they were over with the mistress. No. So they were away from the mistress. Yes. You were with the mistress. Yes. And away. So you were with the mistress and the kids. Your dad's family was on the other side of the pool. But it was and all they of were, us together. They yes. were just watching your dad lead a different life from across the pool. Oh, easy. Yeah. That's Holy a huge, like, shit. we've got spirit. Yes, we do. We've got spirit. How about you? That's a big situation <laughs> where you could go with that. Yeah. There are positives of having shitty dads, though, because my dad brought me to the bar all the time, and it's like, try to beat me in darts or pool. You can't. You cannot do it. And Haybales has that car. That's right. He's got Pat's car. Yeah, you know, but here's the, here's the thing. Tell the us that goddamn story about the bike. I am. The older okay. I get, the less <laughs> shitty I view him. Yeah. I just... 
I just think the hardest part for a lot of us is when we realize our our parents are human. That's and you know I will say because Chad and I and via Chad we receive <laughs> a lot of internet criticism for our handling of hay bale situation, but and questioning how we've handled it. We've both had numerous conversations. We love him a lot. We've had numerous conversations off air, and I think the thing that both Chad and I have told him that we agree about is when something happens, when you have a negative familial situation, uh, you. It, somebody's bad, somebody's good. You have all these feelings, but as you get older and you look back on it, you realize life is pretty hard, and a lot of shit isn't devious necessarily. There's all these gray areas, and people don't handle their shit well, and it's just, right. I, I mean, I am, I, I steal on accident all the time. I'm 35 years old. I mean, there's fuck. People are bad at shit. It's just a lot of gray area. Yeah. What is really good and bad? You know. I mean. Uh. Well, there are some definable things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. Well, well, have you ever heard, I don't even know what you would call it, but it's uh, the situation, right, where it kind of tries to uh, differentiate good and bad, where this uh, this guy was going to join the army, and everybody was like, oh, oh, no, hey, great. Actually, it was a good thing. You joined the army. This is amazing. And then a war started, and they were like, holy shit, this is horrible. And then he broke his leg, and he couldn't go to war and they were like, oh, you're breaking your leg sucks. And then he, you know, couldn't go to war. And they were like, breaking your leg's amazing. It just depends on your perspective with everything. Yeah. That is the answer. Perspective. You know. Is ev everything. My brother Greg has a lot of running bits that are really annoying that he does. And one of his favorites is anytime I need actual advice or want to talk to something, he tells that fucking story. <laughs> He'll sit me down and I'll be like, and I'll say like, ah, oh, man, and I didn't get this done and I'm, I'm worried about it. And he goes, well, here's the thing, Cy. There's this farmer. And then he just goes into the fucking story <laughs> every time. The only the only other bit that's consistently funnier is our mutual uh, friend, Joel, uh, who created the show. Anytime you would let Joel in a room with anyone important in Hollywood and ideas were being kicked around and everybody was taking it very seriously, it would go around the room a few times and then Joel would deadpan, serious as could be, pitch live action Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> without saying it's live action Calvin and Hobbes he'd be like all right what, what about like a buddy duo um one of them's like this boy really angsty the other one's a tiger and only he can see the tiger and he would just go through it every single time <laughs> oh that's horrible great. to be around Man. Tell us about the when, fucking bike, Michael. So fifth grade, you know, fifth grade, brother and I are out riding bikes. You know, the ones you get for Christmas when you're in fifth grade and second grade, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm the fifth grade. He's the second if, grade. If you're time. Chad, you probably, yeah, it got stolen from a kid down the street. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Baltimore has a way of just having, like, young kids just walking down the street with just nothing good to do. <laughs> <laughs> And, man, right in front of me in this parking lot, you know, these guys walk up, and they're like, hey, Shorty. And me and my brother see it, and I don't catch on immediately. Is Shorty a thing for tiny boys? I thought that was a women thing. No, Shorty was like um, Baltimore slang at the time. For little kid? For no. Just, just anything? Just anyone. Just oh, Shorty. interesting. Shorty. Yeah, that's what Shorty. C.D. White? Right. So we turn around, and uh, and the guy, and I feel it. He's, like, looking at my brother, and he's like, um... Hey man, let me uh, let me ride your bike. Can I ride your bike? And I'm like, oh no, Ugh. it's going bad. And it's three of them, and I'm like, I don't know what the thing is. All I know is I'm supposed to protect him. 
but his bike is about to get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I, this is why, this is part of why I'm mad at my dad. <laughs> he didn't teach us what to do in well, that situation. Sure he did. You just should have nodded, got on your bike, and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> he, g- he gave you the blueprint. You just weren't listening. Oh. And man, it happened. I'm holding on to the other handlebar. And the guy has the handle. I'm holding on to my brother's handlebar. And he just, like, tugs out of my hand. And, you know, I mean, this is not what my brother got for having a better bike than me. Because, you know, <laughs> It was three of them. They only took his bike, but oh gosh, man, right in front of me, and I've just felt like just helpless and powerless. And yep, oh, I did a terrible job of protecting my little brother. I did nothing for him his entire life. It's probably why he tells you that farmer story all the time. Oh, it's for sure. Why back at you? It's I, I, he, I was, he was the punching bag, and I was, I was the puncher for our entire childhood. And now he is a successful doctor of pharmacy, uh, and I tell little jokes and have a back problem and a poodle. So, <laughs> fuck shit, shit panned out. Shit really panned out for Greg and Mike's brother. Shit panned out for him. He works for Nike. Man. Oh wow! Design shoes for Jordan. Design yes. shoes for Jordan. <sighs> but you Holy know, can you find shit. a cooler human than that? Man. No, I mean no. I, I will tell you right no. now, I cannot. I'm just glad I'm not alone. I'm glad to hear this. Yeah, because I thought I was just out here alone as a guy that didn't protect his little brother in situations. No, I didn't protect my little brother. There was a bunch of dads that ran away. You're pretty much one of us. Good. Good. I'd like Good. to say that uh, your brother Greg is a pharmacist. I don't know if we need to say doctor of pharmacy. Oh, he does. He says that a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm sure he does. <laughs> but we don't need to because I was waiting for a pharmacist to ask him one fucking question. And it took, I listened to a half hour of, well, do you want the caps that are easy to get off the bottle or the ones that, if you have kids around, ooh, you're a doctor? Amazing. Fuck you. I have one question. Sorry, I freaked out, but you know, I get, I get in these little, sometimes I freak out. Well, thank you for coming and doing this, buddy. Oh, and uh, I, for no, for people who haven't seen Mike, you, Mike is interesting because when we were younger because we've been you know friends for so long as people were starting to do albums he had this thing where he like you completely wanted to control your material and you didn't want to do a special you didn't want to do all these things and i used to yell at you and get very angry about that mm-hmm. and now you've gotten to the point where you polished everything out and you're like a machine and you're working on your second special because your first one just came out on amazon and i love it dude Thank you. Uh, it's, Thank you. It, it is everything I think anybody who's ever seen you would hope it would be. You know, it's, it's interesting just having art out. You just kind of like, as the creator of it, you just have to throw it out there, you know? And that's kind of it. And it, hopefully you can be proud of it because you don't know how anything will be received. So I just kind of right. like, all right. And I'm happy to just be done with it, really. Yeah, move on to whatever's next. It's so good. You want to tell everybody what it's called? Yeah, yeah. So it's called uh, Step Man. (laughs) (laughs) It has a lot of stories about that and others, you know. And um, it's important, too, for people to, you know, find me. Because if they find me on, like, Instagram, Mikey Winfield, you can see images of Step Man, and it helps you connect dots. He looks like he is Mike's dad. Yeah. 
Oh, I remember the other story I was going to tell about Mike. Here's an interesting thing about Mike. Nobody knows how fucking old he is. Nobody has any clue. He goes in on auditions for a 24-year-old and a 40-year-old. Nobody has any, and he won't tell anybody. I've, I've done shows with him where people come up and they're like, how old are you? And he'll just look at him and he'll go, yeah, no, it was a good show. And then he'll turn to somebody else. Oh, so great. But I remember when we were filming the pilot, he had to fly in and we were getting him a flight. And I was like, dude, I need your, I need your, these guys, the production company needs your driver's license. And he sent me a Do picture. Do you need of it, it, need it? <laughs> and he goes, if you fucking tell anybody how old I am, <laughs> would not let it go. And it's not, it wasn't like you were way older and embarrassed yeah, by right, that. Right. You just like the weird mystery of it. It is. It's great. The mystery of like, yeah, it just sits. I'm 10 or 60, you know, and it's just kind of. It lives there. <laughs> and you haven't aged a day. I hope. I hope, you know. All right, buddy. Yeah. Well, thank well, you for doing true. it. that's true. I should probably, should probably become a dabbling in vegetarian. That might do something. That would probably do something for both of us. We could become plant-based. Well, what I feel like is people that don't age, like Mike, yep. suck, uh, suck everyone else's youthfulness out of them when they're talking <laughs> to them. And it drives me crazy because I feel, I mean, I've aged 20 years in the last five Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I can't have, stand it. I have a tendency. It. I can do that. Yeah. No, you look the exact yeah. same you did as when we met. Wow. Just in a better jacket today. Thank you. Well, I got to tell you, uh, you guys, make sure you check out Stepman because Mikey Winfield is fantastic as a comedian and as a dude. Um, check out all his stuff and follow him on uh, Instagram, of course, because then you can put the connections together. And uh, I, I really, really wish I could see a show this week. I can't, but I will catch you as soon as possible. Hey, thank you, man. It's like it's I love fun. you, buddy. It's fun to be around you guys, man. This is I feel like this is like the This is the least is we've something. fought during a guest. Oh, that's true. Oh, I, th man. I think wow. I, th I think we both like him so much that we just wanted to let him talk. Yeah, it's kind of like when you invite somebody over for dinner and you're about to get divorced. You're like, but I'm not gonna let Carol see our fucking shambles of a relationship. <laughs> that in me needs to change. <laughs> I need to create more hostility. You know, that's no, don't that's, do it. That's what they tune in for. Don't do you, it. You do yeah. need a little bit of asshole, like we talked about. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, right. right. So power. far this weekend, so far this weekend, ask about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out. <laughs> His little bit of asshole is coming out. Yeah, all right. Yeah, love you guys, man. Thanks. Oh, thank. Oh, yeah, I love you. Yeah, yeah. We love each yeah. other as friends. Hey, yeah. oh, love you, Mike. Good to see you. Sigh. <laughs> I gotta go. Okay. <laughs> Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m., so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.